Welcome into our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. This is your chance to hear from all the McPherson High School and area coaches throughout the school year. The Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE is brought to you by FEMCO, McPherson Concrete, Complete Automotive in McPherson, DFS Moto in Canton, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Kane's Body Shop, Flinsboard Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, Jar Performance Automotive, and Farmer's State Bank. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our High School Coaches Show this morning, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We are down to just two more High School Coaches Shows as the basketball season is coming to a close. A really busy week of high school basketball this week, and then for some teams it's a busy week for this upcoming week. For some teams, it's not that busy of a week. For some teams, it is postseason play as we are getting into sub-state, regional, and then here in a couple weeks, state tournament time. I'm Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Busy week, man. We're, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, and your voice is just... I sound great, don't Yeah, I? you're just about shot. Normally, you've got this high-spirited intro, and man, it's just like... It's, it's, it's a labor for you to get through today, but we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're at least going to attempt to. We've got a lot of coaches to get to. Several coaches are bouncing around this week, and then we'll kind of wrap things up next week. But we do have plenty of coaches here in the building here this morning, and we'll start off with the Mound Ridge coaches, especially since Coach Unrau is now in the building. <laughs> he was running a little bit behind, but we'll start off with Coach Kessler on the Mound Ridge girls' side. Their regular season is over, and we talked about it last week that you guys didn't know whether you would be in Class 1A and need to be done by last night, Correct. or whether you would be in 2A like you are and would have the opportunity to play one more game. But your season is done. You get to sit back next week and practice and prepare. But you finish the regular season at 10-10 and 10 with two wins this week, beating El Saline 54-39 on Tuesday, and then a nice win over Sedgwick 40-17 last night. Correct. Uh, we went to El Saline, and it's, for some reason, El Saline is always just a really difficult place to play. Um, it's always physical, and uh, first quarter we were trailing them and then fought back to go up by two at halftime and then um, had an awesome third quarter and were able to finish it off well. Uh, last night, uh, Sedgwick, uh, what an incredible defensive performance by your girls. I think if I, I'm just trying to recall, it was 26-4 to four at halftime, and then I think you only gave up three points in the third quarter, uh, a big night. Uh, defensively for Kate Eichelberger as well as offensively, but uh, the people surrounding her also did a good job. Two wins this last this past week. You're obviously playing your best basketball going into sub-state, which is what you want. I would agree. I would agree. We, you know, met those tough teams right in the middle, and we persevered, and I think that made us better. And last night we switched up defenses. We went with zone, man, and um, – they did not adjust to it. Our, our girls played really, really hard, was able to play a lot of kids, and um, it was a, a great win for us. I saw you had a lot of steals last night. It seemed like did. when you turned your stats in, such and such had steals, such and such had steals, a lot of steals. So obviously uh, your defense was uh, a lot of your offense last night, setting up your uh, it, baskets. It was. Aaron Durst reads that pass really well and had a great game for us defensively. But uh, others were able to do it, too. I will say that Sedgwick was under the weather some, and so a couple of their kids did not play last night. But uh, we were able to hang on to their two top scorers and uh, contain them very well. And one thing, you know who you're going to play. It's just we a do. matter where. Uh, you've drawn Ellenwood. Uh, what do you know about Ellenwood? I don't know a lot about Ellenwood. I'm going to get to see them play today, and then I'll watch film. Uh, they seem to be a lot like us. Um, have had some great games and then had have had some where they haven't played very well. They have recently uh, gone on a losing streak, so I don't know if they have any injuries or anything like that, but I do know that uh, by looking at their schedule that they have not played out the rest of their games as well as we have. Well, you mentioned your really tough stretch of games there in terms of getting better from it. You guys went to the Haven Tournament took on a really good Halstead team that is in Class 3A, took on a really good Garden Plain team, took on a Rose Hill team that is two classes above you. And so some teams might not like going to a tournament like that and with the opportunity to lose three games in that type of scenario. Then you played Sterling after that, a really good team. 
you played so many good teams back to back to back to back. We did. And it feels like ever since then, after dipping your foot into the waters of playing those best teams in the state, your team has done really well in winning three of the last four. And and that has been, you know, the focus during that time was, you know, we have to get better. Even if we're playing these tough teams, we have to get better. And uh, these these young ladies have bought into the program, and, and uh, they continue to work hard every day in practice, and I'm excited to see what can happen in our postseason play. Well, what's on the schedule for this week for you guys with no games coming up this week? Well, we're going to practice hard tomorrow, have a pizza party, and then go watch the boys play. There you I, go. I think that's a good deal. Well, well, protect Vance. <laughs> I will. You, you don't want him getting in any trouble. Yeah, this is a big week for him. Yeah, yeah. So that's what our plan is, and then we'll get get back after it on Tuesday and be ready to play next week. Well, Coach Kessler, congrats on a great regular season and hopefully a chance to win a couple games and keep the season going for a little bit. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Vicky. Well, we'll send in Coach Unrow, who yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if he's, he's holding court out there. So obviously, you know, Vance came in a little late, but, uh, you know, everybody – at least Roger's here. Roger's older than Vance, so Vance doesn't feel so bad. Last week, he and I felt bad, but, you know, Roger's here. He's the elder statesman and, and kind of the sage, you know, the sage around here. But Vance, I thought you'd be here like at 6.30 after your game last night. Oh, the Sedgwick Cardinals have been a thorn in your side in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but, a, man, a, a start to finish, 42-32 victory. Yeah. Defensively, I, you love to talk about defense. Your defense got after it Our, last our night. kids last night, I, I challenged them to go ahead and embrace the physicality of the game because the last time we played them at Canton Galva, they <clears throat> controlled the game. And we decided to tattle about it and not embrace that physicality and go ahead and play with it. And last night we did a much better job of – playing through contact and playing through, um, you know, just uh, having to, you know, the, the contact of the game. That, I don't know how else to ex- explain mm-hmm. it. And two, two teams that just really went after it really, really hard. But uh, we executed at both ends of the floor last night. And you were coming off a 77-point outburst on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, you got to feel like. You know, you're gaining momentum. I think you told me uh, when you sent your uh, stuff for the area roundup, we're playing our best basketball yeah, right now. There's and no doubt. Uh, even in two losses the week before against Brain Academy and Hutch Trinity Catholic, I felt like we were really playing good basketball, but against some quality opponents. So, uh, you know, you can't always uh, gauge how well you're playing on wins and losses, but certainly coming down the stretch uh, – I've said it all year long, but I really mean it now. I love these guys, and I love this team, and I like how they have totally sold out to what we're trying to do, and it's been really a lot of fun. Well, you talked about it at the beginning of the year when you guys went on that five-game losing streak of trying to get back to 500, trying to get back over the mountain, and and you've done it once, but now you sit at 9-10 and after the win over Sedgwick and a chance to do that against Inman this week. But going back to the Sedgwick game last night, when you played them the first time, you lost 54 to 39. So you yep. give up 54 points. Right. You score almost the same amount of points last night. But again, defensively, you guys were killers. Yeah. Uh, we tried to mix it up just a little bit, switched into a little bit of a zone last night. Just and they to have throw some good size, too. And they had, uh, I'm, uh, strength, you know, they, they have a bunch of good football guys that, that play hard. Um, uh, one of my former players' sons uh, plays for Sedgwick, Aaron Stuckey's boy. Uh, and I, I see a lot of resemblance from 1997 mm-hmm. in, uh, in, that was before you were born, Jim. I realized that, <laughs> it but was close. the bottom line is a lot of resemblance, uh, in how he plays, uh, his mid range game really, uh, uh, so it was a lot of fun to see, see that come, come around, but I, I just have to hand it to our guys last night. They really came out to play totally different game than El Saline. El Saline's struggling They They just, uh, in fact, they, they're going winless. Wouldn't wish that on anybody, yeah. but, um, uh, now we're coming into postseason play. Well, nearly, uh, yeah, you got to turn around and play we have, Monday. We have Inman. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, the second time we've scheduled on a makeup with them uh so we're glad it, that it did work out and in fact i'm really glad we're playing next week because you don't uh, have another game we out. didn't know if we were going to be 1a or 2a this last week uh, last year so uh reserve that week for regionals but um uh you know it, we're still playing for something yeah and that's what's really a lot of fun a lot some guys are just ready to tank it 
these guys are, are are ready to play for something special here in the uh, down the stretch. And I don't think you have any trouble getting them up for Inman on <laughs> Monday. No, uh, you know, they're uh, of course. I like to beat everybody. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you'd I, like to beat me. I, I don't. Well, you know, over the we, head it, maybe. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where um, I, I don't I don't try to get the guys up too high or. Uh, for any particular game, uh, the most important game is the next game you're going to play. Right. So, but it does have some bearing on uh, postseason seedings. Uh, we know we're going to play Inman, or we're going to play Hutch Trinity Catholic. Hutch Trinity Catholic beat uh, the number one team in the Heart of America League last night, uh, and they're coming off of some injuries that some, some kids are going to be back playing. They beat Sterling last. Yeah, night. they beat Sterling by seven That's last night. So, uh, it. But I like our chances. You know, uh, it, it, yeah, we're going to be the sixth seed probably, unless there's some something else that happens. Remington beats uh, Sedgwick, we beat Inman, we we jump up to the five seed. So you know, it does impact who we who we might play. I'm going to make one more begging begging plea with our fans down at Inman. I want somebody to bring. Coach Unrow, a muffin oh, on Monday oh, night. Goodness. Let's don't do that. Just, just one muffin. What, what, what would be your preferred flavor? Oh, you know, I'm a blueberry muffin. He's guy. a blueberry. Just one blueberry muffin. Oh, you guys are too and, and, I, and I think if they bring you a blueberry muffin, then that entitles them to at least one sit-down Vance maybe comment Keith, from the Maybe stand. Keith will bring one, our friend oh, Keith down golly. there. I think oh. you deserve a muffin on Monday uh, night. Uh, you know, it's all good-natured. Uh, uh, I, I think uh, I'm as competitive guy as the next, so uh, I just want a one-point win. Okay, well, Vance, good luck on Monday and and then going into Substate. Hey, thanks so much. You bet. We'll take our first break this morning on the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We continue on this morning's High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We have heard from both the Mount Ridge coaches, and now we turn things over to the McPhersonite coaches after a couple of fun wins last night on senior night inside the McPherson Roundhouse. The boys winning 65-43 to to win their eighth consecutive league championship, and the girls win last night 46-35 over Circle to win their 13th consecutive league championship. Well, Coach Kinneman, we had a lot of fun last night on our post game and in hearing from your seniors and a really fun group that you had there, but I thought your guys played really well last night. You knocked down some threes, you played hard defense, only turned the basketball over six times. All in all, I think it was a pretty good senior night. Very good senior night. I don't know how you know how it could have turned out any better, unless maybe we could have gotten Sammy and uh, Cooper a dunk. But uh, you know, it, it was a, a lot of fun. Well, I think the one that we need to get a dunk is Cody Stuffelbean. <laughs> well, you know he he had one of the great attempts of all time on one oh, of man. his dunks, and uh, yeah, that'd be nice for Cody, and and uh, certainly he's capable. Well, you really came out shooting the basketball well, made eight of your first nine. Your ball movement was great. And what we commented about last night on our broadcast is you can play fast, you can play slow. You're really settling into an offensive groove now. It doesn't matter the pace of the game. Your execution has just been really good here the last couple of games. It has been really good. And, and, you know, the thing that you have to appreciate about this this team is that they're willing to move the ball side to side, you know, sometimes five, six, seven times um they don't get itchy they don't get itchy yeah we don't have anybody with an itchy trigger finger yeah and uh which is good um because most of the time that means you're going to get a good shot well we keep talking about the sub-state standings with your team and the emphasis on the defensive points per game and not only is that still a very important potential tiebreaker but Capen lost last night, and they entered the night as the number five seed, and they are done playing. They are 14-6. Your team is 13-6. So that means that with a win on Tuesday night at Augusta, and I think depending on maybe a couple other things falling the right way, that you guys have a chance to get up to the number five seed as long as you don't win like 95-90 to (laughs) in in a weird game like that where where your defensive points per game changes. But you have a great chance with a win on Tuesday and some pretty good defense to be the number five seed or the number six. And that seems like it's not a bad spot for your team to be in 5A West. Well, I, you know, I haven't looked at it that closely. I, you got to look down there to who you're going to play the first round. And, you know, there's some teams that are going to be around that, that 6-11 matchup or whatever that, uh, or 6-12 or it's 5-12. 5-12, 6-11. 6-11. Yeah. Um, some really good teams down there. So, 
you're going to end up having to play good teams anyway in those positions. We really had a chance to move all the way to four because uh, Garden City had Hayes down by three, and and, uh, Hayes hit a three at the buzzer and then one in overtime. So moving up to four would have been ideal because then you'd have two home home games. But uh, we can't look at that right now. We have to take care of business on – Tuesday night against a very good Augusta team. And the first time you played Augusta, I thought that was one of your best all-around games of the year. Augusta has a lot of pieces, a lot of weapons. They got the great shooter uh, in the Jackson kid at guard. They got the big man in Davidson at 6'8". Davidson had 41 last night in a win. Okay, 41 for their 6'8 kid. Then they got a couple other snipers that that can shoot the three. So going down there, we didn't get a play down there. Uh, a couple years ago, but on the last night of the season. But you know it's going to be a hostile atmosphere. Should be. Should be a good game. Should be a lot of fun. Davidson got 41. 41 last night. I think they were playing El Dorado. Oh, yeah. Winfield was playing Bueller, so yeah, that would make sense. They were playing El Dorado, and he had 41 points. Wow. They run a lot of stuff, a lot of ISO stuff to get him on the block, and he must have had a heck of a game. So, um I'm going to have to get that film. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing about 5A West is I pulled it up, and maybe I just didn't notice it until today. So the number 18 seed currently is Goddard. They are 1-16. The number 17 seed, who will not be playing in the postseason, right. might be a team that has seven wins. The number 17 seed right now is Newton, who is 7-11. And, and a good team. A- and Newton is not a bad basketball team. May South is the number 16. They are 7-11. and 11. So there is going to be somebody that does not make the postseason as the 17th seed that has seven or maybe eight wins this year. 5A West, and maybe it doesn't – well, I think it does have really good talent at the top, especially with teams like Carroll and Andover. Maybe it's not quite as deep at the top in terms of five or six that are as good as they were last year, but it feels to me like top to bottom it's a really solid 5A West substate. It is, you know, if you if you finish the year at eight and twelve and and you don't make the playoff, that's that's something. All you got to do is be out of the bottom two. Yeah, well, uh, they're getting those wins somewhere, and and probably against some of the East teams would be my guess. So uh, it's very tough. Um, We'll just, we just have to play Tuesday and, and let the chips fall where they may. Like you say, don't give up 90 points or defensive average goes crazy. Uh, it, you know, it's hard to move the defensive average at this point in time. You've played too many games. Yeah. You've, you, the, there have been too many points that have been scored unless you give up 180. Then, yeah, then or you hold weird. somebody to zero right. twice in a row. So, uh, and that's not going to happen. Well, Coach Kinnaman, we're looking forward to Tuesday night on the road at Augusta, and we'll be able to wrap up the regular season that night, and then I'm sure you'll have a couple places to go scout, maybe on Thursday or Friday. On Thursday and Friday. There's games Thursday and Friday. You know, it's it's a hoop junkies paradise today. You can watch Augusta film all morning. You can watch KU at 11. You can go out and watch Mac College at night, and then you can go watch some more Augusta film. So, Jim, if you want to join me for some Augusta film watching, you're yeah, more I'll, than welcome. I'll give you a few pointers. I, right. I can tell you how to run the, the weave. The weave. Uh, some of our guys had the weave going in their hair. Uh, yeah, I saw that. How'd you, how'd you like the, the headbands? Well, I, I thought the perms were really looking good for some of those guys. Mm-hmm. I told them in the post game. I don't know if I can pull off the perm. I don't think Steve can. I don't think you can. I did back in the day. I bet it looked good. Who had a better perm? You were the cowboy. Me. <laughs> Not surprised about that at all. Well, enjoy the day full of basketball. Yeah, thanks, Jim. It was a nice win for the boys last night, 65-43. to 43. Sort of a, a weird game because they got up and led 21-6 to six after a quarter, and you were thinking, okay, get those buses warm, send them back home. But Circle did a nice job of hanging around, making some shots, and it was a... Pull-away win for the Bullpups in the second half. On the girls' side last night, they had to work a lot harder against a very good circle team that came in as the number two team in Class 4A West. And the bull, the Bullpup girls were able to win 46-35. And we're joined by Coach Trathman now here on our high school coaches show. Whenever you've played circle in the last few meetings, it has been tough to get shots inside because they have so much length. 
but I thought that you guys did a great job at finding ways to get to the basket. You only made three threes and still did a great job of getting to the basket and scoring. Cassie Cooks made a few early. Emma Ruddle had a few late that helped pull it away. Grace Pyle, of course, made a couple of mid-range shots. And you were able to score inside whenever you needed to, and I thought that was the key last night. Uh, yeah, they, you know, Circle was uh, doing a good job of contesting and getting us off the three-point line, uh, which we've been seeing more and more lately. And, and uh, there's 11 of our 47 attempts were from three. Um, you know, Lakin had a couple good drives, too, actually, yeah. uh, in the third quarter and, and had a couple good finishes. So those were really key. Um, Emma Ruddle um, was sick all week, and um, I wouldn't have uh, planned on playing her 21 minutes or whatever we did last night. But – uh, that is the way it worked out, and, and I thought she played well in the time she was in. I thought it was important to get up 8-10 to 10 because Circle's really not a team built to go on real long scoring runs. They basically want to pound it inside. They don't take a lot of threes. They don't make a lot of threes. But I thought getting up by 8, you had a little surge there right in the second quarter to go up 8 because it was a pretty close game until then. Then you got it out to about 10 or 11. But uh, I just thought it was important to get that advantage because – you got them out of their comfort zone. Yeah, and they're not a team that, that does a lot of pressuring. You know, they very half-court driven, um, like you said. So, you know, that cushion was good. So we were able to lead pretty much the whole time. Now, the Cook girls made about 43s on the season and about 36%, something like that. So uh, she can shoot it, but fortunately uh, Cassidy Beam and Lauren Labber too – um, had the primary job on her last night and did a great job. She was 0 for 9 uh, from the floor, so we defended her really well. Yeah, and I was going to bring that up too is in that we always talk about how your team, especially when we give you time to prepare and scout and, and watch a team and come up with a game plan to stop their leading score, you guys typically do a pretty good job of that. Now, when I say pretty good job, I mean holding to half of their average, maybe 60% of their average. Cook came in averaging 17 points per game and you held her to zero. I don't remember another game in the last three years where you've said, okay, here's this team's best score, and hold them to zero. That was one heck of a defensive job, too, and she is one of the best sprinters in the entire state, mm -hmm. and there was never really a moment in the game where I saw that because she never had a chance to run. They did a great job of containing her. You mentioned Beam and, and Labertu defensively did a great job in corralling her last night. You know, they really did. Obviously, our main focus defensively was on Cook, averaging 17, and on Kalman, who averaged about 12 or 13. And, you know, most of their stuff runs through those two. So um, that's where our focus was, and I thought we did a great job overall. Uh, what Kalman have, 9 or 10? 9. 9. Um, that was and mainly, a lot of that was early. Yeah, it was early. Uh, Cassie Cooks and Peyton Howard did a great job on her. So big thing with Calvin is you just got to get her uncomfortable if you can and make her shoot eight-footers instead of four-footers, things like that. And I thought we did that overall. And that's now 13 league championships in a row. And You're yeah. right. You're pushing Coach Self now. Yeah, 13, yeah. Yeah, 13 championships in a row. <laughs> but it's something I know you never take for granted. Uh, you know, you've had – You've had some great teams, but you never take it for granted, and it's always got to be special. You know, it is special. And, and I got, you know, I'll admit, last night I got sidetracked. I was uh, talking to Coach Reith right after our game. You know, the senior night, of course, was a distraction. Uh, so we had that. So we never even got into our locker room um, as, a, as a group last night because I thought that a lot of the girls um, had already gone into the JV gym to start warming up and um, – but we never actually even got together as a unit and kind of celebrated that and talked about it. But they knew what was on the line. They they knew what we were going for last night. Um, you know, one was obviously to win the league outright, but still also to uh, pretty much secure the number one seed for Substate. And now you have Augusta down there on Tuesday. Augusta really uh, didn't put up a great challenge the first time. What's the biggest challenge facing you going down to Augusta on Tuesday? Now that you have the league wrapped up and it looks like 5A West, uh, is you're, you got it, you know, in pretty good shape. What's the biggest challenge? Well, for us, I think, you know, after watching our circle film, I've watched about three quarters of it. Um, you know, there were a lot of times that we were we were not in very good position defensively. So, and that was one of the things we focused on in our film session on Monday uh, last week. So just little, little things, Steve. I mean, that we have to improve upon. 
uh, to beat the really good teams down the road. We may be able to get away with some of those mistakes against Augusta on Tuesday, to be honest. We won't get away with those in sub-state state against the great teams. So just focus on the little things. And, and the other thing for this week is I'm looking forward to getting some reps with some of these kids that have had very little time together. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the article I know I, I quoted for you that um, Ruddle and Malm, that was their first game that they've played together. Yeah, was game last 19. Night. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, there's naturally some, you know, not that they don't get along or they're uncomfortable with each other. There's just a, a feel that you need to Familiarity. develop. Familiarity. Yeah, you need to develop that. And we have, it's a little bit of a work in progress for some of our kids. And you'll be able to do a little bit of scouting this week as well. There are several really important 5A West games later on in the week. So the scheduling worked out real nice that you guys play Tuesday, no game Thursday, no game Friday, and a bunch of other teams are playing. So a great chance for you to go scout in person. Well, it is. We're going to have, uh, you know, I think our four coaches will split up and go three different places probably on Thursday night. So there's a game at Goddard, uh, May South, and uh, Mays will be at Derby, and then Salina Central's at Andover Central. Those are three great games. Uh, that's Thursday night, and then Friday I plan on making a trip up to uh, Northeast and uh, see a team from up there. So Can't imagine who you'd be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, that's going to be a great game. Aquinas and Blue Valley North will be a great game for me to be able to scout. Well, Coach Strathman, congrats on the win last night, and we'll hope for one more to make it 19-1 on Tuesday night to close out the regular season. All right, thanks, guys. You bet. We will take another break here on our High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We're back on this morning's High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Continuing the move here this morning, a little bit slower, and I, I'm sure you can notice that we're going a little slower because we have a couple of people that are not here this morning. Coach Richardson for Heston on the girls' side, he's not here this morning. I'm sure he's running around doing something really important. But we do have Coach Raleigh as his boys are now 18-1. and They picked up two wins this week, beating Larned. 46-45 on Tuesday, beating Nickerson last night, 45-36. And when you came in, I said, man, those are two good wins for your team this week. And you said, ah, we didn't play that great. But I think, like Steve said, it's a sign of a good team that you find ways to win and keep this winning streak you guys got going rolling down the stretch. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We're we're probably either stupid or stubborn, but like I told you, that, that big kid from Nickerson has a force inside standing in the middle and like, – we kept taking it at him, and there's got to be some kind of a record. But in the two games we played him, he's blocked 29 shots. So um, we didn't back down to him, though. I think Casey Malone probably had 10 of his shots blocked. So um, it frustrated him a little bit. But uh, we keep coming, and we do play hard. So I guess that's that's the key to our success, and uh, just keep rotating bodies in. Well, going back to Tuesday, he played Larned and uh, one-point game, and uh, – you know, do you feel like maybe you might have, you know, the season's very long and it has its peaks and valleys and maybe you were just in a little valley and now you want to get back to peaking or because you play you play such a tough schedule for one thing. We you're did playing play a tough you're schedule. playing maybe the toughest schedule in, of any school in 3A cuz you've played up uh, on a few occasions this year against really quality teams like Bueller and Emporia but but in 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 the course of a season you're going to have little stretches where you're just not quite having your A game, but your B game's pretty good enough to get you by. Uh, well, let's hope that's the case. But hey, we probably didn't really deserve to win against Larned. We didn't uh, We didn't play the end real smart. and uh, They got a shot to win it, and they just luckily they missed it. So it should have never got to that point. We should have been the one with the ball. But uh, um, we win, and like I said, I don't know. I mean, we, we uh, played ten kids last night. Different kids stepped up a little bit. Uh, Braden Schilling got his – uh, first two dunks of his career, so uh, that was. And he's still—he's yeah. a young kid, isn't he? He's a sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we had a huge crowd. I don't know if our kids got. We don't play as well at home. I guess it's probably good we didn't get the substate. It uh, good thing robotics got to have state there instead of the substate. But so we're going to Halstead. So um, we just haven't shot the ball real well this past week or so. Well, looking at your substate and just doing some simple math in my head, your team is 18-1. and Haven is the next team behind you at 17-2. Yep. You have a win over them, so 
the tiebreaker if you <laughs> if you were to lose this week and Haven were to win, you would own the tiebreaker. Yep. So you will be the number one seed at Substate, and that essentially locks you in to play Halstead in the first game. After that, the four versus five. Larned, a team that you just saw and had to play them in a tough <laughs> right. game. It would also probably include Southeast of Celine. Lions could potentially drop into there if there was a little bit of movement. But either way, that second game and then, of course, the Substate Championship game, whoever you draw, it'll be a monster matchup there in that Substate. Yeah, that's true. Our Substate, I mean, with the KBCA rankings, that our league has five teams that are ranked in the top ten. So it has been a, a – tough year i mean the league is really good so and four of them are in our substate so i'm hoping the state will let the smaller schools go to things similar to the to the bigger schools and uh you know seat it a little bit more fairly or i don't know fair is the right word but uh equally so because uh, really we have four or five teams in our substate that in certain substates in the state they would definitely be coming out so who knows has there been any talk of doing what 4A, 5A, and 6A are doing with just taking everybody and go east and west? Yeah, there was a there was a thing. Uh, the KBCA has got some proposals that they take to the state. And, you know, that's one of them. And so um, another one's, you know, we're still uh, privates and the weighted scale and things, which I guess I'm in favor of that too. So uh, just because I'm scared of Mitch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, luckily Collegiate's in a different sub-state here and that you don't have to draw them here. Then they're they're really a tough good team. Too. Yeah, them and Cheney are in the same. So, I mean, you got them in the same sub-state, uh, R4. Just, you're not going to have the eight best teams in the no, class. That's that's uh, a that's, shame. Yeah. There's going to be a couple teams there that are the benefactor of the schedule. That's And we used to go up against that long, you know, many years ago in 5A that we used to have some sub-states where, you know, we had we'd have three of the four teams deserve to go to state, and only one could go. So no, well, that's but, just how it is. No, back when we had still that four A one and four A two. Right. Yeah. That. I was, mean, I was wanting to be four A two because there were some. We only got thirty two teams, and there were some bad teams making it to state. Oh so. yeah. Well, Coach Raleigh, you've got one more game left in the regular season. Tuesday on the road at Pratt, a fun trip out to Pratt as, as oh, yeah. you guys will wrap up the regular season, but a chance to get to 19-1, and and that's always a great number to hit in terms of a regular season. Yeah, that'd be, I mean, that'd be if great. I to- if to I told ready. you you'd be 19-1 and in the regular season before it started, I think you would have taken it with your uh, schedule. Maybe. <laughs> would have only settled for 20-0. That's usually about what I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, Coach Raleigh, congrats on a great start to this season. You get one more, and then hopefully we get to talk about being the number one seed at Substate and, and planning that route next week. All right, all right. Well, we're going to get the game in this year. We we haven't played Pratt in three years. It keeps getting snowed out. But <laughs> I've told our AD that this year we're playing because I don't want to take almost two weeks off between games. I think it's hurt us before. So. Well, maybe you can just meet we're up somewhere going, in the we're middle. We're taking whatever we got to drive. We're getting to Pratt. So <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks. Thanks, Coach. The Heston girls are 13-6. and six. Coach Richardson oh, couldn't be here this morning. Game. Yeah, they, they awesome played Nickerson last, last night. Yeah. That girls game was that was the real deal. It was as good a girls game I've seen in a long time. Of course, I yeah, well, it was a really good girls team on the Nickerson side. They were, yeah. they won, they lost fifty-seven forty-nine. Nickerson is the number one team, team in four A West in the West half of right. the state in four A, and the Heston girls also won earlier in the week forty-nine to seventeen. And now we will stay in the CKL, but be joined by Coach Doug Schneider, whose team won last night over Halstead. 49 to 44, and like we mentioned, you finally get to be at home. I know it must have felt a little bit better this morning to wake up after being at home instead of driving back from Larned or Lions or Pratt or, or, or somewhere. But good to be at home and nice to pick up a, a big win last night. It was. You know, we were home Tuesday and we felt like we let one get away against Nickerson, who, who played well last night against Heston. You know, they're not a bad team, but it was a game we felt like we could have won. It was another one of those games where we had the lead at the half and, and gave it up. And then last night we were up, you know, 30 to 20 at the half and we come out and have a rough end to the to the third quarter and we go in tied up into the fourth. And so, you know, it was a lot tighter, I thought, than it should have been. We challenged our kids to defend a little bit better last night than we've been defending. And I thought we had a great first half for that. But one quarter, again, just almost bit us. Uh, and, and we had to really fend them off at the end. And we didn't shoot the ball well. I think we were four for 23 from the three-point line, which 
clearly meant keep shooting threes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you we were did. 14 of 26 in the paint, I saw on your and, and we just, it's like we forgot to go in there. I kept telling them, you know, we want to run a play to get there. And to our credit, when it was tied up, I think 43 all, 41 all, somewhere in there, uh, Matt Lucas finally, you know, we got him the ball in the post, and he turned around and put the bucket in, and, and we took the lead. And I think we came back the next trip and got another one. So, you know, little things like that, our guys are still learning. They're they're trying to to make plays and and do everything they can. But uh, we have to be intelligent about how we do things. You know, they went diamond or a box and one last night to try to take Kate Schneider out of the mix. And we had some guys step up in the first half and knock down shots. Um, and and hats off, you know, to our freshman Carson Peel. He makes four out of five free throws down the stretch last night to seal the deal. And those kids believe that he can knock down free throws. And we had a great, it was a three point game at one stretch. I think they're uh, 47 44, and he misses the front end of a one on one. Cade was able to tap out the rebound back to him. And so that, I thought that was a big play, you know, with nine seconds left. They had a chance possibly to go down and tie that game up. And instead, we go back to the line and make two to win. And from a mental standpoint, you've had so many games like this where it hasn't gone your way. Now they can see they can do it. You can take that moving forward. I'm willing to bet if you were anyone in our gym last night associated with Smoky Valley <laughs> basketball, the moment that game got tied up, you were saying, oh, no, here it goes again. Did you feel like Roy? Uh, you, just, <laughs> you just feel like at that moment, man, it's just the cards are lined up against you. And, you know, that was our test is in the huddle was to remind our kids, we, you've got this. If we just go out and execute and play and we get some stops, we've got this. So we, we just had to maintain that mentality. And it, it is big. I think, you know, you've got to, again, when you've lost a lot of games, you've got to learn how to win and what you need to do in those scenarios when you are ahead uh, as opposed to having to fight from behind all the time. So our test still in the next couple of games is going to have to be how do we come out of the third quarter a little bit smoother than what we have. Maybe I just don't leave. Maybe we just leave them <laughs> on the court and just bring it, you know, and we'll start the next half right away. But um, I think, again, we've had some young kids that have stepped up and really developed well, which is a good sign for our program. Um, you know, I'm excited about the future, and, and right now the future is Tuesday. One Tuesday, you'll be taking on a Haven team, and we were just talking about your sub-state with Coach Raleigh in here. And based off of my simple math, it looks like Heston will be the number one seed in your sub-state, regardless of what they do on Tuesday. And it looks like Haven will be the number two seed. And based off of my math here, it looks like you will be the seven seed. So it appears you were going to play Haven on Tuesday, turn around, and then play Haven next week in the sub-state opener, unless... Some team has to forfeit all of their games or something. But it's an interesting challenge. How do you approach that from a coaching standpoint in terms of scouting for a sub-state opener, potentially the next time you play them? Do you save things? Do you try something different? Do you come out in a, in a different zone defense that you would never play in? How do you approach that from the coaching side? I think there's two things you got to look at here. Number one, <clears throat> we have to do some things to try to see how they're going to work next Monday. Second thing is we have to realize that they're not going to use everything they've got either. So it's going to be a test for us as coaches to look back at the Heston game against Haven. We know Haven wanted to win that game. That's for a league title, and Haven knew it too. So we're going to have to look at what they tried to do against teams like Heston, against teams like Lions, you know, that are fighting for the league championship because they're going to do a lot of things in those games that I think they're going to do on Monday as well. Uh, Lonnie's a smart coach. Lonnie's going to come in and they're going to try to be as vanilla as they can on Tuesday against us and still try to pick up a win to keep their, their chances alive for league or at least finish near the top. And also, I know he's thinking we need to make sure our record's as good as it can be when we go to state if we go to state. So our task for our kids, we said, is if we want to win out, we've got to beat four, potentially four top ten teams back to back to back to back to back if we want to win out this season. Oh, no problem. So it's a it's a nice task, but it gives us something to shoot for. You know, our, I told our kids all year, I really believe we had the ability to knock off somebody big. Our chances are running thin now, and, and really it's going to have to be Haven. So we're going to have to find a way to play that 1-3-1. One, one. We're going to have to try to do some things, but also try to do some things, like I said, in a way that where we veil maybe what we really want to try versus what we want to do on Monday. Well, Coach Schneider, best of luck in approaching this back-to-back -back games. It's kind of like Major League Baseball or, or the NBA Finals that you play these teams over and over again. You play them on back-to-back -back days, or this won't be back-to-back -back days, but back-to-back -back weeks. And I'm enjoying, looking forward to seeing how you guys do in this setup here. You know, as a coach, you only you you want to win both, but at the same time. 
There's one of them I want to get, and that's next Monday. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's that, the important one. That's our focus. One. You that's only right. have to beat a team once when it gets to be late February, early March. That's right. So we'll take care of it. So thanks, guys. You bet. Coach Vanderwey couldn't be here this morning for Smoky Valley, but they are six and thirteen now after a couple losses this week, losing to a very good Nickerson team on Tuesday, fifty-two thirty-five, and losing to a very good Halstead. Team, yeah, they had they had seven thirty-five. They had the meat grinder this week, so. Looks like Coach Fields is making his way in. We need to take a break, though, here on our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Wrapping up our McPherson, or our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We're grinding our way through here this morning and trying to finish out strong here. We have one more Coaches Show coming up next week, but we'll now hear from Elyria Christian Girls Coach Craig Fields. No Coach Goodrich this morning. I think he's at some track and field convention athletic director work and all sorts of things he has to do but your team finished strong this week getting to 10 and 10 on the season at 500 a win over Peabody 44-35 and then beating Marion last night 35-31 a couple of really good wins for your team you finish on a three-game winning streak and get to 500 to finish out the regular season yeah really happy with the the way the girls have been playing here of late and just uh, being a little more confident on on the offensive side um, again I think they're just defensively they've always been good we've just every once in a while had some minor breakdowns and it's a lot of time it's because it's you know young girls we've got a lot of freshmen and sophomores that are playing and and they can lose focus every once in a while and they're doing much better of of keeping that focus and and staying intense so uh, really proud of the way they've been playing lately when you were able to overcome a lot this season in terms of going from a year last year where the first few games we didn't know if you guys were going to be able to score the basketball much last year, but I think this team has come a really long way in just the span of even eight months, nine months, this team has come a long way, where you go from losing, what, the first eight or nine games of the year last year to going 500, that's a big step for yeah. just one year. Yeah, and I think we've just looked this year at just making improvement. You know, we don't have any expectations of winning state this year. Uh, or doing something special like that, uh, but we're just trying to make progress. We've got a lot of young girls that want to get back there. They want to get back to state and compete with with anybody. And I think what we've seen this year is they're starting to believe that even these games that we've lost, um, we have competed. And and um, some of the best teams in the state that we've played, uh, there have been a, a couple quarters in those games that we've actually won those quarters and. And I think they now they're starting to believe. And so we were just looking as a comparison from last year, trying to uh, make some improvements. You know, I thought we did some good things, especially the last half of the season last year, and we've just been trying to build on those things. Um, one of the things this year, like uh, just our shooting percentage, the last couple games is, is getting a lot better, and their shot selection is much better. Last night was probably the best shooting percentage we had uh, for the season, probably for the last two seasons. Uh, shot over 40% from the field. Uh, and then, and really, even if you look at the shots that we missed, uh, they were the right shots. We missed several layups and just gimmies under the basket. Uh, we we're six of twenty from the free throw line. So you know, you you make those easy shots, and all of a sudden, you don't you don't have a nail biter at the end of a game. You can come away with a double digit win. So um, so their their game intelligence, I think, is is improving, and and the shot selection is getting better. Um, and so it's it's just fun to see improvement. Oh, the course you're on is kind of remind me of your boys a few years ago. You saw all those really young, talented kids, and we know how that turned out. You, your boys end up playing for the state championship because you were playing a lot of – the boys were playing a lot of freshmen and sophomores. Then when they got to be juniors and seniors, you play for state. You can see the talent in all these young kids. And in a couple of years, I mean, you can envision some pretty great things. Yeah, we've made that comparison a lot. Coach Starberg and I have, have – have made that comparison because there's a lot of really uh, close similarities to the records and the, and the what the how the kids play, um, and really I think in the next in the off season here this year is really going to be because if we look back at what those boys did. It wasn't just that they had a bunch of talented boys. Those kids worked really really hard in the off season and worked on their individual games. Um, and they did that for the team so they could make – they had those dreams. And that's – you know, we've got some really athletic young girls. And uh, defensively, we can compete against anybody. Um, it's it's the offensive side. And that's – you know, we, it's hard to just work on those things during the season. And so it's, it's really up to the girls that, that've got a really high ceiling. And so if they 
put the time in, uh, they can do some really, really special things. Well, because Elyria is in 1A, that means that the postseason begins this week as you guys will be playing in regionals. And then if you're able to win that or at least finish in the top two, then that means you move on to sub-state. But the first things first, you've got to beat Gossel on Tuesday night as you'll be playing at home, taking on a Gossel team. You already have a win over this year. You beat them 32-21 back on February the 4th and a chance to play them. If you win that game, then that means you'll probably be, well, means for sure you'll be taking on Rural Vista since they have a bye. Rural Vista is undefeated on the season, and you played Rural Vista tough the first time that you met. It was a 26-15 loss, and I think that that has to give you some confidence going in against an undefeated team if you were to win on Tuesday because you have held them under 30 points in a game this year. Yeah, and that was that was a that was a fun that was a special day, um, a good defensive uh, effort by our girls. Uh, and honestly, I hope that we have the chance to play them. We we want to. Uh, I'm definitely not looking past uh, Gossel. Um, Ryan Hoops has a has a great job, and he's got some some young girls also, and he's got them really playing tough. Uh, the biggest advantage that they have is that uh, I'll be coaching. Uh, against them this time. The last time we played them and we won by 11, I wasn't there. And so that probably, <laughs> that probably uh, gave, gave our girls a little advantage. So we'll see if they can, they can overcome uh, my presence on Tuesday night and still uh, get another win. Because it'll take, it'll take a good, solid effort and, and maintaining focus uh, throughout the game to get another win on, on Tuesday against a, a good, tough gospel team. Well, maybe that makes sense why this morning's coach's show wasn't any good. It's because you were here and we couldn't, we, well, we couldn't overcome your presence. I thought you started out really strong as this tail end is just kind of dropped yeah, a little bit. Well, now we get the father and dog balls. Yeah, you're, you're losing listeners uh, right and left right yeah, now the in the last couple minutes. And said, turn these guys off. <laughs> well, Coach Fields, best of luck this week. Tuesday, you guys will be at home yep. to take on Gossel, and then if you win that, the rest of the sub-state is at Gossel yep. or the and, regional. And uh, our boys will be hosting Solomon Monday night. So right. if anybody's looking for something to do on Monday night, come out and, and uh, support uh, the Elyria Christian Eagles at home on Monday night. There we go. Any right. walking tacos? There will be walking tacos. Okay. So you guys are welcome to there come in and might might find a way to get some in your hands. All right. I, I bet we can find one. <laughs> well, Coach Fields, thanks this All morning. right, thank you, guys. Well, we'll wrap things up here this morning with the father of dog ball, the ever-wise Roger Trimmel, representing Little River America. And what a game for the Little River Redskins. Did did uh, the coach turn it over to you last night say, you bring it home? Well, he turned and looked at me when we were down 11 and a half, and I immediately looked down at my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so he knew he was on his own. Yeah, but what a great game for you guys last night. Uh, the Teutons have had – Really, they've been one of the surprise teams of the area because they, you know, they were third in the state last year, basically with an all-senior team. But they've managed to put together a really solid season. Of course, Brett makes those guys play hard. It's very intense, and and but you guys found a way. Well, he does have a nice squad over there, and and yeah, we were down eleven at half, and then uh, managed to cut it to four going in the fourth quarter, and then a big fourth quarter to to pull it out. So really proud of the five kids that we played. We, we never subbed last night. Really? Wow. So uh, The Iron Five. It, it Did you ever, were you ever on a team at Wamigo where you had the Iron Five? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you were the Iron Five. I've, I've got a question for you. So I think there was some sort of ceremony last night for Jaden Garrison for going over 1,000 points, but wasn't it like two months ago where he did that? Well, yes. Because so, he's at like 1,400 points now. It took us a while to add it all up. And, and so what I thought was Math the, is hard. the assistant coach is usually the one that is in charge of these things and is supposed to get the basketballs and the banners. And so it sounds like you, you were slacking on the job. It took 400 more points. No, Greg let me hold the banner and give it to Jaden. But, you know, that that's quite an accomplishment for it. He's only a junior in high school. He's still got another year left. And to do it early in your junior year, too. Yeah, yeah. And and we also honored the, the boys' team, too, because we went undefeated and won the Wheat State League. So uh, it was kind of a double ceremony there. Now you look ahead to this week. Uh, regionals for Class 1A. Uh, you're in the Gossel Regional. I think your boys are the number one seed. Uh, you just need to make the regional finals, but uh, how are you approaching it this week? Well, uh, we have the winner of Center and Rural Vista, and both teams. It's kind of a league tournament yeah. uh, that we've got. So Monday we'll go over and scout them again. 
uh, in that first round game and and you never take anything for granted at right. this time because it's a one and done situation so uh and if we get by that they're waiting for us is probably uh Illyria or Gossel squad or both you know good good teams uh but you're right top 2 move on now they're sending us north then and that's Marysville or Riley County okay <laughs> so that's looking at a long bus ride uh we make it there so and and against a bunch of teams that we don't know anything about so that that would be pretty interesting well, one a's weird but you're playing really good basketball right now like you say you're iron five uh each night it's, it seems like it's a different guy though i know the uh is it rylan rylan conan rylan conan's really stepped up with some big games rolf's has been on a Tear Keaton Richardson's had, yeah. you know, some good games. Of course, Garrison and Braxton and Lafferty. And Lafferty. I mean, yeah. uh, those guys have been there all year. And the scoring was real well balanced last night too, uh, on it. So, and that's good to see. At this those time guys don't mind playing all thirty-two though. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's either that or they're sending you in the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we had a couple of kids that had already played in the twenty games, so. And so that moved the, the list down to a couple of freshmen, and I had one sitting beside me. and Said, don't put me uh, in. <laughs> I said, we may have to sub. I turned and looked at him, and he started looking at his shoes. So, uh, have you ever coached in a game where you had to play with less than five players? Uh, we actually did that in a JV game uh, the other day <laughs> when we fouled out a guy. We did that when I was in seventh grade, and we had run out of players. And we went to a one-two zone. We we had had two guys foul out, and we played in a one-two zone. Went to double overtime, and we almost found a way to win. Lost at the buzzer. So you were down to three. We were playing players. five on three for two overtimes yeah. and almost won. Well, we were at Solomon foul out, so we had four. Now, uh, the Solomon coach was gracious enough to go four on four. It had something to do with the fact that he was up by 20. <laughs> so, it's always easy to be gracious when you're, you have the game. That's hand. right. That's well, right. Well, the Little River boys have the bye this week, and then they'll play Thursday against Center or Rural Vista. And Coach Trimble, we'll see you this evening okay, as the Bulldogs are right. playing a big one against Ottawa. It will be a big one. It'll be an exciting game, and they still have a lot of playoff implications involved in you that. Bet. That's right. So, All right, thank you. All right, Steve. One more to go. Yeah. We made our way through. Yep. I still can speak. Well. Hey, you can hear my voice. It's getting stronger That's right. And stronger it is. It on. is. Yeah, you just get better as the game goes on. Well, so. as the day goes on and the yep. sun gets up. But it's been a good show this morning. Yeah. We've got one more breakfast with all these coaches. And, again, it's a busy time of year, so stay tuned to MidKansasOnline.com. Yeah, and I'll have an area roundup by 10 o'clock. Wrapping up our High School Coaches Show this morning. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Swap Shop is coming up next. The High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva was brought to you by Simco, McPherson Concrete, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Lindsborg Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, JAR Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva.